0: Swim check one, two, bike check one, two, run check one, two. I think we're ready. Let's try this. Welcome to the Try Beginner's Luck podcast, a podcast where we explore the sport of triathlon from a variety of perspectives to help beginner triathletes on their journey. I am your host, Mashonda Shines. Welcome back to another edition of Try Beginner's Luck. We're wrapping up this series of beginners. Time to try. I'm so grateful for the opportunity that I've had to speak with all the beginners thus far. And today continues that gratefulness because I have with me someone from the team that I got to interview earlier in this season. Y'all remember in February when I talked to Khadijah? Oh yeah. So I have someone who's a beginner from her team who just raced a couple of weeks ago. Of course, the team we're talking about is Diversity Infusion Syndicate by Khadija. I ain't forget that, Khadija. And so I get to bring to you, so I get to bring to you today, someone from her team, Nargis Fontaine. Nargis Fontaine, welcome to Tribe Beginner's Luck.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the warm welcome. Did I say your name correctly? Yes,
0: you did. For the 100th time, I finally got it right. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. It's not okay. You You know, and and I say it's not okay because if you tell someone how to pronounce your name, for me, I take Mm -hmm. it personal because I want to get your name correct, right? And so as an announcer, that's important to me. And I announce people's names wrong all the time, not by choice or not by, or or not on purpose, but just because sometimes you can't pronounce the names, but I always tell people, Hey, come tell me how to pronounce your name. I will literally write a note down. And when I see that number comes up, I look down and I have to spell it phonetically for myself to get it because I think it's important. You were named that for a reason. And so we got to put some respect on your name. So
1: welcome. I appreciate that.
0: Welcome. Yeah, I'm you, so thank excited you. to have you. I remember when Khadijah was doing her applications and she was getting people in. I remember when you guys were announced on Instagram Live. I also remember seeing you guys working out throughout this season. But most importantly, at the beginning of June, you guys had a training camp, which was lit. And I want to talk a little bit about all that stuff, because this is your first year. So let's just jump right into it to find out why triathlon.
1: Um, it was kind of one of those why not situations for me. <clears throat> um, I've always been, I've always enjoyed sports. I've always admired, you know, Olympians and those who kind of train at professional levels. Or, you know, even just individuals who are able to kind of have professional careers and still run a Boston Marathon. It's like, what am I doing with my life that y'all are able to be this discipline? Um, So a friend of mine actually competed last year. Um, Excuse me. She's from the disc class from last year, Nora. And we were out camping. And Nora was, like, training while we were camping. Like, we just saw her, like, whizzing by on her bike. And we was like, okay, Nora, like, I see, you know, she she made sure that she brought what was needed. Like, when we went to the lake and we were swimming, she was practicing her strokes in the lake and everything. It was just, she's just, she's a very focused person. So when she shared the applications, I was like, okay, I know that, like, I'm not, I'm not not an athlete, but I know that if I do decide to do this thing, I'm going to need support, I'm going to need help, I'm going to need somebody who's going to like hold me accountable. Because if it's only my idea, I'm going to find a, a reason not to do it. Um, or I'm going to make an excuse to not do it. So and and the idea of not just diving into one discipline versus three, which are three things that I enjoy at a recreational level, but I've never trained on this you know as a, on a competitive level um i thought it would be a good challenge for me and i wanted to see what i could still kind of push my body into doing now that i'm in like my mid 30s as opposed to what i was able to push my body into doing when i was you know a teenager and like in my 20s
0: interesting so you you wanted a challenge your friend nora helps to push you so thank you nora for continuing to spread this beautiful sport to your friend and yeah. you did it you signed up you applied for the for disc you got accepted into disc so what was next for you like okay you signed up what was next what was going through your mind next
1: It was like oh wait <laughs> <laughs> oh no I'm committed um okay so I have to I have to kind of open my life up you know um, Khadija was very, She was very gracious with all of us as far as where we were at, what our lives were. She was like, I don't, she was very clear. Like, I don't want this to interrupt the lives you already have. I just want you to communicate with me. Um, So the first thing I needed to do was get a real bike, Um, (laughs) not a mountain bike. Um, I needed to get access to a good pool. So I had to get a gym membership. Um, I had to have a really honest look at just how my life was structured and how I was going to fit in all these training sessions, um, and, and figuring out a way to like, look forward to them and not just get through them. Um, so I, you know, I had a, I had a conversation with my circle. I had a conversation with my husband, with my family, and I was just like, Hey y'all, I got picked for this thing. I'm really excited. Um, and I need you guys to help hold me accountable for doing this thing too. Um, so, making that financial commitment um, and then kind of making that familial commitment to like give everyone else permission to hold me accountable and to like push back if I'm like, now I don't feel like running today. And they're like, nope, you said you were going to run today. It's like, oh, I did. Um, those were kind of the two things that I, I, I needed to do, because it's like, well, I just spent this money on this bike, so I need to go ride this bike. And I'm spending money on this gym membership, so I need to go swim in their pool. Um, and then I have my loved ones telling me, like, well, don't you got a race coming up? Then you sign up for a race? What you doing? Ain't you supposed to be? So
0: <laughs> I love that, right? I love the fact that you, you signed up, you bought the bike, you got the gym membership. And once you put money out there you, you look at it a little bit different. It's interesting. uh, Jenny, who we interviewed last week, she was like, look, once you just spend the money, do it. Because once you spend your money to do something, you're committed because you're committed on a financial level. And then everything else will like, you know, work itself out, but you got your family involved. That's so important because if you don't have your family and friends to support you through this, you can get defeated. You know, you won't be as motivated, but what I love about what you said is i needed something to look forward to and not just get through i should drop my pen right now because that's a whole (laughs) nugget you know how many times you hear people say man i gotta go do this workout no you get to go do this workout and and i'm i'm guilty but it's like flipping the script like I'm looking forward to this workout today because that may change my mind when I got these intervals or when I have this long depletion ride. You know, it changes the game a little bit. And so I appreciate you for saying that you wanted to look forward to doing the training versus just mustering Mm -hmm. through it and getting through it. I love it.
1: And that doesn't mean that there weren't some muster moments, (laughs) but I knew (laughs) if I was going to stick with it, I didn't want to just be like, oh, here go these workouts. Khadija's making me do, right. you know what I mean? Like it has to be like, no, I'm, I am so looking forward to seeing my progress mm. and I'm so looking forward to the time when I'm not out of breath after five minutes of doing this thing. I cannot wait to have that feeling of realizing I've been riding for 10 miles and I have 10 more in me, like, wait, like, I'm not there yet because I'm breathing hard at mile three, but I know if I keep going two months from now, X amount of months from now, I know I'm not going to have this feeling right now if I just keep going. And it's not, again, every every workout is in that conversation. <laughs> but when I do have those conversations with myself, the workout feels different. The training feels different versus I just need to get this out the way so that my training peaks isn't red so that I'm not feeling like I'm behind on what I'm supposed to do, right? So trying to make sure that they're more quality, um, more quality training sessions than just checking off a box, which is a habit I can fall into if I don't, if I don't tell myself not to just check a box.
2: (sighs) (laughs)
0: okay i love you know you are you're hitting me a little bit when you you said the quality uh, workouts versus checking off a box yeah but that's true and not just true with working out i think that's true in life um i had uh, a mentor tell me when i was younger i.e in december um Don't just do something to check off the box with just do it. And if you need more time to do it, tell people you need more time to do it, but don't just be checking off the box. And so to hear you say that at this stage in the game, it just shows the level of athleticism that you carry. And I appreciate Mm -hmm. that mindset because whoever is listening to this, um, Nargis and I was talking prior to, you know, starting this interview and, uh, I was saying how I'm in a transition, like literally, you know, with work and coming to do this uh, interview and you were traveling doing this, you know, to get to this interview. And I was like, man, life simulates transitions all the time. And she was like, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. But what we do really does simulate life to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. Anyway, not to get all deep and philosophical, you know, it's too early for that in the interview, but it, it, it does. And so I love the fact that you just checked me without checking me because you didn't even know you were checking me cool Oh, okay so we got our training peak set up you're looking to have those quality workouts and not just checking off the box to making sure you get your greens because greens matter and they they do something to you psychologically when you see the green wheel but what was it like when you got towards transitioning into getting into the training camp so you're doing all these workouts you're getting in your quality workouts and now you're at training camp do you not know how many people have not been to training camp raise my hand so tell us what is it like to experience training camp for the first time
1: it it was i had to prepare myself because it was like i'm i'm going to stay at a place and be with women who are strangers to me for multiple days and everyone who like knows me all, all of my friends have this joke where they're like oh you know Nargis don't like me people <laughs> <clears throat> I don't it's 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 I have I have to it's a it's a terrible habit it's a bad character trait that I'm, I'm conscious of that I need to work on but because I have such a small circle of people that I'm cool with it is it is a wall there. Um, and I told myself, going in, you will not have a wall, right? Like you are not gonna have a wall. You are gonna benefit from this. Like this is a whole experience again, that people are like spending money on for you. like like a stranger is taking their time out to do this thing for you. You know what I mean? So it was like I had to put myself in this mindset of being, being receptive and being you know, I mean I know you've been in DC for a little bit, you know, people from the area, we not yeah, we can be we can be we can be different. We can be an acquired taste.
0: A whole acquired so, taste.
1: <laughs> we can be an acquired taste, you know. Um I ain't gonna put it on the whole area, but you know a lot not of like it's us just, Georgia it's peaches us, thing. Mm.
0: Not like um, us Georgia peaches. You know, us Georgia peaches, we so nice and sweet. You
1: know <laughs> if if it's a ripe one you know some of the other ones it depends on the peach but you know I I told myself and and you know we had had check-ins so like I was familiar with my teammates um but you know the other athletes who were there Chrissy and Candace we were we we didn't know one another you know what I mean but literally like when a when The door was opened for me. Khadija wasn't even there when I got there. So I'm literally walking into, I don't know anybody for real. Um, Me and Nikea, we haven't necessarily just had straight up dialogue. We've been around for our team meetings, but we don't necessarily have a relationship that exists outside of this. So it was just like this big cloud of like warmth. Like it was just this big hug that just came out of the door and just like let me in, you know? And it was so impressive to kind of be the, I guess to kind of be the student, you know, like to kind of come in and like be the Padawan for those who like Star Wars. It's like I'm coming into like this House of Jedis who have X amount of Iron Men under their belt who are telling me these stories of swimming in the ocean with jellyfish and turtles and running 20 some miles and biking and all, you know what I mean? Like I'm looking at these women with just the biggest googly eyes, these powerful black women who are not only, who have not only completed multiple Ironman. like y'all are bosses in your professional life. You're the CEO of what? You're an attorney where you're an engineer doing what? You know what I mean? Like these are just women who I, the more I spent time with them, the more I was just like in awe of their their womanness and just like how they were carrying themselves. And, you know, they were just so open about just that mindset. Every, every moment that we had was a teachable moment, whether we were actively training, riding our bikes, running, or if we were just kind of sitting, having a conversation and someone literally sitting with me and saying, this is what you need for your transition. You need to have your shoes here, your your towel here, your your if you want a snack here, lay it out like this. You're going to have your butt. You know what I mean? And it was just so many just jewels and nuggets that were just getting dropped that whole weekend. I, I, you can't even put a price on that experience. And I can't, you know, I'm not going to promise everybody our, ours might've been lightning in a bottle. I don't know if everybody's camp is going to be like that, but I know my disc camp <laughs> was very, very magical and was filled with nothing but just support and encouragement. And, you know, this thing Khadija told me when we were having one of our, our sessions, because, um, you know, I, I, I do, um, in full transparency, I do have uh, anxiety. Um, I've had anxiety since I was a child. So I get in my head very easily and I was telling her, you know, I'm really trying not to mentally psych myself out about this thing. Um, and she was just like, there's, you only have, like, there's only one first time. Like you only have to have your first time once. So once you can show yourself that you can do this thing that one time, you get that behind you and then you keep pushing. And it's like, okay, I just have to do this race this one. Once I get this race done, then I've done it. And now I know I can do it in that. That means I can keep doing more of it because I've done it. And that's just kind of the mindset that I've had to carry with it. And again, and seeing women who, if I just saw them walking down the street or outside kicking it with their family, I wouldn't think, oh yeah, that's a triathlon. I might think, oh, that's a woman who's in shape, but I wouldn't think that's an Iron Man over there. So to be around just a weekend full of like powerhouse athletes with just all of their years of experience and just willingly sharing it um with no no strings attached just because they want to see you be great because they want to see more women who look like them in that space um it was you know it just it just put a battery in your back like it was just very invigorating mm. if that's the right
0: word no it is and it was motivating I, I love it motivating Uh, I wanna go back to the little dialogue that Nargis and I had prior. And it's funny how everything works itself out. I'm from Georgia, lived in Atlanta, from Augusta originally, but lived in Atlanta prior to moving to DC where I currently am. And Nargis just traveled from Georgia to, DC so she's in DC right now I wish I would have known um but that's why we had that little banter and we could talk about DC folk versus Georgia sweet people like myself
1: and (laughs) versus the crabs the Maryland crabs
0: (laughs) right so but no that is so good to see how you you checked your mental and you were like no I'm going to have a good experience And I think so many times we have to do that to ourselves to be open to receive the goodness and you received love, you received warmth, you received knowledge and some boss, women, you know, who were able to pour into you. And I think that's so important to have that experience early on, you know, because it does shape who you will be as an athlete and it shapes your potential, you know, because you're able to sit at the feet of wisdom so that you don't make the same mistakes. And sometimes while well, I say oftentimes you get people who just go head in and make so many mistakes and then they hate it and then they never mm-hmm. want to try again. And I hope that by hearing your story and so many others, people will be inspired to just try and to keep trying. I feel like you need a couple of tries under your belt before you give it a full evaluation because there's no try that's the same you're not going to ever try the same Um, and I agree with that statement you only have to do it once because that way you can kind of get in and it's done and now you can say okay I have the confidence to do this again so I'm here for it so we did training camp Mm -hmm. so did training camp prepare you For race day because I believe your training camp was at the (laughs) top of the month and your race was maybe two weeks later so how did that transition tell me about that
1: so (laughs) prior to camp I had only done open water swim once um the farthest I had ridden was maybe like 14 miles 14 15 miles um the farthest I had ran was maybe three miles and it was at like at my pace it might have been like at a nice 12 minute pace maybe 13 minute pace I might have pushed myself from here to there but not really um yeah so when we when we get to camp I'm open water swimming for like 800 meters um we, we rode the bike for maybe like 23 miles or something like that. And it was like, it wasn't a, it wasn't a flat 20, (laughs) um, you know, and Khadija had us doing these run drills with this cadence and with the cadence she had us running, I'm running it. Like they were, they were sprints, they were drills, but I'm running it like eight minute pace, eight and a half minute pace. And I'm like, Oh man, this, this is new. Um, So I appreciated appreciated the opportunity to kind of see what it felt like to train at a level with individuals who had done it before. Because I'm like, man, that's far. And they're like, yeah, but you're already halfway there. You're fine. (laughs) You know, it's like, okay, come on. We're going to run together. Let's go. Or, you know, I'm pedaling up this hill. And they're just like, hey, you need... Change of gears, do this. You're in the highest gear right now. You need to come down a little bit or we stop. Hey, drink some water. You need to drink water. How many bottles of water do you go? You know, so I'm getting these, these tips as we're going through it. Um, when I was on my open water swim, it was like, Hey, you know, that left hand is kind of coming down a little funny. Um, you need to make sure your left hand is balanced out to your right hand. And I realized the breathing that I had been doing, I wasn't breathing right um i was i was like i was only breathing to my right i was leaning to my right i was like breathing out my nose so i found myself asking questions that i didn't think i would ask but again i'm like no be in this moment take advantage you are surrounded by black women who have completed and placed in some cases in all these different races you better ask your questions and stop playing so it was like <laughs> how do y'all breathe <laughs> when y'all are swimming do y'all breathe out your nose? Do y'all breathe out your mouth? How do you know to get your elbow out? You know, what do you lead with when you bring it? You know what I mean? Because I love Khadija and she's a great coach, but she brought these women around us for a reason. So it's like we need to be picking everybody's brains. Right. Um, and not just kind of falling because Khadija, was, you know, she's like, just because it works for me, don't mean the next person's advice isn't gonna work for you better. Right, right. So um, yeah, it it definitely again, I we I hadn't gone over transition yet. So you know, Candace is the one who kind of sat and told me how I needed to have my have my transition set up and what I needed to make sure I did and didn't have. And it, it was it, it was helpful the way that she explained it to me. Um, so it was it was definitely it was a huge benefit to have that even two weeks going in, even two weeks ahead of time, because it helped me kind of it helped me kind of buckle down like, OK, I need to I need to get on a good foot about this. It's two weeks that. away. This isn't the race I'm training for, but this is a race that is approaching. So you need to kind of buckle down and, um, you know, give people
0: a reason to watch you. Okay, well, let's transition right there. So it's race, day. Take us, it's race day. Take us to the moment of getting to the race. What was it like going to the race your first time for race morning?
1: Um, I was really conscious of not being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. um so I was telling myself to not be overwhelmed um I could feel myself being sized up and that's not a feeling I like um I it kind of took me back because um I was telling my coach you know I've 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 done I've trained in martial arts since I was like 11 Mm -hmm. and I used to compete and when I would compete I never liked the feeling of being like visually assessed. <clears throat> Either, you know, like, what is she doing here? Or like, good for you for being out, you know? Like, I don't like feeling condescending to or patronized with a, with a glance or even just overlooked and acting like you don't even see me here. So when I got there, it felt like that. And I was like, don't let that feeling take you over. Mm. So when I saw Khadija and, you know, my husband was with me and then Nora, she ended up coming out with her family. It was like, those are the only faces I'm going to pay attention to. I'm not going to pay attention to anybody else. You know, if someone asked me a question, you know, the volunteers were amazing. The volunteers were super nice. The staff was really great. There were some athletes who were cool because they knew Khadija. Other athletes, you know, bless them. But it it was it was like it was it was intimidating, but at the same time it was like, oh, I can do that. Like, oh, that's where we gotta swim. Oh, okay, yeah, I can do that. What's the bike course? Oh, okay, yeah, I can do that. Like, it was very like, this isn't the Boston Marathon. Like, this is something that I'm fully capable of achieving. I fully belong here, just like everyone else does. And I'm not out here to prove literally anything to anybody. I didn't come out there with the mindset of like, oh, I need to win. Or, you know, I'm about to, I'm about to place and I'm about to get on this podium. And I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not a competitive person like that. My whole purpose in doing this was I want to show myself that I can tell myself I'm going to do a thing and I'm going to put my heart into doing this thing. and I'm going to complete this thing. And my body, my knee isn't going to give out. My back isn't going to start spasming and my ankle isn't going to go out. My shoulder isn't going to knot up. That was my goal was to start with the same body that I finished with. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't worry about who's faster than you or slower than you or anything like that, because I knew that was going to play on my mental if I did.
0: Right. Okay. You focused in, you're going to the water. How was your swim?
1: The swim was good. It was, it was, I was, I changed my breathing up. Like I said, I was going to. Um, The problem is at at Callaway, um, you can, you can walk Like you can put your feet down in the water. Mm -hmm. And I could see when I was coming up to breathe, people were like running asked me as I'm swimming and I was like well that doesn't seem like this you know you're not swimming so I'm like well I don't want to burn myself out swimming and these folks over here walking and I still got two more events that are coming up (laughs) or like if I'm pausing because it's like I'm gonna pause I'm not gonna burn myself out if I'm pausing I'm not going to pause and tread water and burn myself out even more when folks are literally over here walking. So I'm going to pause, I'm going to catch my breath and I'm going to put my feet down. And then, okay, I got my breath and now I'm going to go back and I'm going to swim again.
2: Okay.
1: Um, so it wasn't as chaotic as I heard it was going to be because they did us in waves. So that helped a lot. We could kind of see the people go ahead of us. So we were, our my age group was like one of the last two groups to go. Um, so it wasn't, we were able to spread out a little bit, but it was kind of like, man, y'all run, y'all running, y'all not swimming, but that's okay.
0: They're just taking the more efficient way out, you know,
1: much more efficient. We just transitioned
0: into the house. That's what you did.
1: Yeah, I did. I had to transition into the inside. Okay.
0: (laughs) So now that we've transitioned into a house where we got some electricity, Mm -hmm. you know, charging the phone battery, um tell us about your first transition that's a good segue
1: oh man so I was I came out the water and I'm like I gotta get to my bike I gotta get to my bike so I came out the water like
3: charge
1: and then I hear Khadijah like don't run <laughs> and I was like uh, uh, okay let me just do a little power walk I guess because you know we get people passing people passing so she like kind of cut through the noise and was like, Don't run, don't run. So I'm like, okay, you know what? She's right. Let me catch my breath. I'm gonna walk confidently with some purpose to my bike. Um, but I'm not going to be caught up in the flurry of everything. Transition is very interesting, seeing how territorial people can be. Um, apparently I got a good spot because I was on an end rack, but the way that they had our course we were like an in and out course so I was at the end of the going out part Mm -hmm. but coming back coming back the entrance was next like we were in a parking lot so my entrance was the coming back entrance was next to the transition but I couldn't cross the grass and go right to the rack. I had to come all the way in and loop and come all the way back down. So I had to pass all of these other racks so a lot of people were kind of battling to have that middle section i just wanted to have my transition set up so i think the way my transition was set up was fine um reminding myself to breathe okay cool helmet do i have my 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 recovery and my bite yes cool let me put my shoes on oh let me dry my feet off socks (laughs) (laughs) shoes um they told us we didn't need our race belts on our bike so it was like okay cool then the, the thing the other thing that sucked was the monitors that they had on our feet my monitor broke so when I'm trying to power walk back it was a couple people who had, whose monitors had broken so the woman's like ma'am I need to give you a new one and I'm like okay do you know what my bib number is you need I already had that don't worry I'm gonna just going huh, take this one and I'm like okay so I give her my old one I put the new one on and I'm you know trying to transition over and I try to drink some of my recovery, and then I hear Khadija, You don't need it. <laughs> you don't need it because I'm trying to like put a bottle in my back of my shirt and everything. I try to get on. <laughs> you don't need it. I'm like, uh, I'm gonna need it later. So I put it on my bike. <laughs> like I'm thirsty. Um. So that was cool. It wasn't. It wasn't as chaotic as. I was worried it was going to be, but it definitely could have been smoother um, than how I did it. It was my first transition. So I think, you know,
3: I passed.
0: You passed. All right. I so you, you. I believe you said Callaway Gardens. You mentioned this. So you did your race at Callaway Gardens. What's the name of the race? Or what's the name of the race?
1: Ooh, I think the group that hosted is tri columbus so i think it's just i think it's tri columbus because they had they had the duathlons and then they had the super sprint um but i believe it's like the tri columbus triathlon at callaway gardens awesome and
0: and so you did a super sprint Mm -hmm. awesome so tell me about your bike
1: the bike the bike I really love cycling. Mm -hmm. Um, The bike, I think I was a little freaked out because that was my... I had just started clipping in the week before. Mm -hmm. So when I went to Tri Camp, I wasn't clipping. I was just using my shoes. And we we swapped my pedals out at Tri Camp, but I hadn't practiced. So I had to practice clipping in maybe like two or three times on my own. And I was like, okay, I got it. I only fell once. I'm fine. So clipping in and out, transitioning, um, it was hard, <laughs> uh, and then what I should have done, I should have gotten my bike service before, because two of my gears, um, two of my lower gears, which would be kind of like my recovery gears, weren't, they weren't, um, I guess they weren't transitioning all the way over so when I would mm. try to like go down like oh man my legs are tired let me kind of take a break it would be like clunk 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 I'm like oh I don't want to pop my chain so I have to go back up into a higher gear which is working my legs more which is not what I want to do right now <laughs> I'm tired. I don't want to work my legs right now so I would say I really didn't get comfortable in the bike for maybe like the first oh and then maybe like a mile in it was a crash in front of me it was these two guys coming back and it was literally like wheels up sliding on the asphalt so they're trying to like move guys out of the way because it was a loop so I guess they got something happened somebody wasn't paying attention to the volunteer and um Mm. it was a crash so I'm pedaling past the crash I'm trying to get my gears right I'm trying to make sure I'm clamped in um and then you know everyone doesn't observe bike etiquette the same so you got some folks who were kind of riding, you know, double-sided next to each other. They're not, they're not passing all the way around. Um, so it was tough. Uh, it it was tough. I definitely, I thought the bike was going to be the easier of the three. Um, but I had a lot going on and I, I know I, I definitely could have gone faster than I did. I was, um, I was, I was again, I, I got I got, I got, caught up in my head a little bit. And then I was like, this is the longest nine miles ever. Like, where is the end? Wow. <laughs> where is the end? Why haven't, is it this bend? Is it this bend? It's this bend? I feel like I passed this tree already. What's going on? And, you know, again, getting in my head instead of just riding my ride.
0: I mean, seeing the crash would have thrown me off, right? <laughs> and so the fact that you continued to pedal and you're a beginner, you just learned how to clip in, you probably in your mind thinking like, "Oh my God, is this gonna be me? Oh my gosh!" So, so you you did it. So now you're back into transition. You're getting off to the run. What was that like for you?
1: It was breathe, breathe. You didn't push yourself this hard on the bike because you knew you had the run coming, and you knew you didn't want to just walk this entire run, <laughs> right? um but again same thing switch out put this on I was so caught up in getting my and getting to my run I forgot my race belt so I forgot my numbers and I'm like oh man I'm going to be disqualified because I don't have my bike because I don't have my belt you know what I mean again in my like little things it was like oh I messed up Oh, that wasn't a flawless, that wasn't a flawless transition. So I'm running and I'm hearing, I'm hearing my coach, I'm hearing my friends, I'm hearing my husband, let's go Nargis, let's go Nargis. And I'm like, yes, I love this support. Um, oh, but I messed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was like an early realization. And I'm like, okay, come on, just go, just go, just go. But what Khadija had told me when I did, when we were practicing running she kept telling me, cadence, 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 don't forget your cadence. And I have a tendency with my runs where I just want to get them over with. And then my heart rate spikes and I'm doing too much. And I had to tell myself, don't do that. Mm. Um, catch your breath, bring your heart rate down, march, you know, do your run drills, knees up, heels down, knees up, heels down. And even though it feels like you're going in slow motion, just don't stop. Like, so whatever forward motion you need, even if it is walking to catch your breath, just don't stop what you're doing. Um. So I started giving myself those little like, okay, just make it to that tree and then you can try it. Just make it to that, make it to that bench and then you can try it. you know. Uh, you gotta get up to the top of that hill. <laughs> Once you get to the top of that hill, then you can try it, right? um so I definitely had to cut that run up into smaller pieces than I thought I was going to have to because my legs were done after the swim to be fully honest like (laughs) Mm. coming out of the water my thighs were like oh you you have two more things that you want us to do what are you talking Mm. about
3: yeah so So
1: instead of feeling like yo two miles is so far away I just had to like okay just get to that next bend
3: yeah.
0: just
1: get to that next okay oh look there's a water there's the water station up there just you don't even need to drink the water just cool
4: your face off
0: anymore. yeah yeah so much in that uh for you to process and what I will say is for those of you who are listening who haven't done your first triathlon always put your race belt on before you get on the bike so you don't even have to think about putting a race belt on afterwards <laughs> right and yes Smaller races are a little bit more generous and they're not going to penalize you as much for not having your race belt, but it is necessary, you know, and it is USAT rules to have your race number and belt or race number shown. So that's important. And it's also important if you want your name called out, like we want to be like, and here comes three, four, two, Nargaz Fontaine doing our first triathlon right here at Callaway Gardens or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we want to be able to give you a shout out because there's nothing more special than to hear your name being called across the finish line when you finish, especially at your first. All right, so we finished the race and I saw your finish because I saw Khadija's uh, live. She kept posting you and you were sprinting into that finish line. So what did it feel like when you finally crossed the finish line?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh. It was it was all the emotions. Right. It was yeah. relief. It was like okay, yes, I'm done. It was slight disappointment because it was like I know I didn't run the hardest run, but I had to keep reminding myself that's not what this race was. This wasn't the race that you you didn't come to this race to run your hardest run. Like keep keep what your initial purpose in mind. What your initial purpose in mind was right. So, you know, kind of give having to give myself the grace. It was a relief. It was I I had a sense of respect for individuals who have been doing it. I had a some respect, respect for on the fellow put athletes. Some respect on that try. <laughs> very much. Very much so, right? I was like, I was like, that is difficult. That was very difficult. And that's something that people do multiple times a month. You know, that's something that people do. you know as a profession that's something that people have you know just like I just had a a whole new respect just for who my fellow athletes were um so yeah it was it was all of the emotions um but I was definitely I haven't I guess pride was in there Mm -hmm. but it was more so like oh okay I did that yes Sad, like it was a, it was a satisfaction of like okay i made it to the other side i see where i'm at what was my time okay cool thank you you did it now moving forward
0: <laughs> that's it so what is moving forward for you like what's next for Nargis?
1: um so i'm doing another try it's the rambling rose in winston salem in august okay um and then we have our major one where all of these athletes are coming I don't. I can never remember the name of the tribe, but I know it's September seventeenth. It's that weekend. Okay. Um, and that's somewhere North Georgia, maybe Lower Tennessee. I'm not 100 sure. Okay. Um, but I this this race. Um, I haven't checked in with Khadija about this yet, but it's definitely made me realize that I I. I need to step it up a little bit as far, no, a lot of, a little bit. I need to step it up as far as like, yes, the pool is great for drills and things like that, but it's like, I need to do more open water. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to ride a little harder. I think, I think my run is cool. Um, definitely just kind of pushing myself a little harder, but I want, I just want to go, I want to go a little harder and I want to have more, repetitive exercises so the other first was that was the first time I'd ever done all three of those things at one time wow. like none of my training I I had I had maybe swam and biked I had biked and ran but I had never done all three of those things in one day
0: before and you won't ever So <laughs> and that's the beautiful part, right? Like Khadijah is a coach for a reason. You're trying to do a whole triathlon every time you work out, girl. Bye. Listen, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. I know what not. you're
0: saying, but I know <laughs> what you're saying, but you're doing the right thing. You're assessing who you are as an athlete, and now you can make the mm-hmm. course corrections. So what is one thing that you would leave a beginner with advice on what to do quickly?
1: Mm. breathe, Mm. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) breathe, like
1: you're, you know, you're, you, you, it's really easy to get caught up with how fast am I going? And that's not, that's not what's going to make you go faster.
4: Yeah.
1: It's getting your breathing correct and having the appropriate endurance so that your body has the ability to go faster but if you're just holding your breath and focusing on going faster that's not that's not how you that's not how you complete <laughs> with that's not how you complete anything with grace so give yourself the grace give yourself the breath give yourself the oxygen and that's what will feed your body to do what it can actually do what you've already trained your body to do that's the other thing Khadija kept telling me like you've done the training So you're capable of doing this thing. So like, just go into it. And Candace told me the same thing too. Like, remind yourself constantly that you've done this because you've done this. So because you've done this, you can do this.
0: The whole grace piece sounds just like something Khadijah would say. In her soft voice, be like, you know, just give yourself some grace. I love you, yeah. Kadisha. I love you for what you're doing in this sport and for bringing women into the fold like Nargis Fontaine. Nargis Fontaine, welcome to the world of triathlon. Welcome to our newest triathlete, Nargis Fontaine. Nargis, hey. it's been a pleasure uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your vacation here in Washington, D.C. to talk with me. <laughs> yeah. I wish you could have of set course. up that we could have done this in person. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. Thank you. Congratulations. And we look forward to watching you as you continue your training and building up to the race in September. And as we say on Try Beginners Luck, whenever you try, you always win. I'm Ashonda yes. Shines and I'm out. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. We're back. And this time I have three ladies that I got a chance to be introduced to through Saj Jabo with Barlow Sports. Okay. Yes. You may know who I'm talking about if you follow Barlow Sports. However, These ladies are the future. They are still in high school and yet they're giving it their best try. They are a part of the Nagatuck triathlon team all the way in Connecticut. These ladies are a true representation of what it means to try. And I am really excited to have them as guests on the Try Beginners Luck Podcast as we are featuring beginners, clearly who I know or who I've been introduced to, so I'm really grateful. And I hope beginners who are listening to this will write us to let us know so that we can share your stories too. Without further ado, I get to welcome Ayana Williams, Jada Costa and Leticia Donna Cemento to try Beginner's Luck. Welcome ladies. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Well, it looks like someone is laughing at me. Leticia, did I get it right? Yeah, you got it right. Bam. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, ladies. I've been able to follow your journey on Instagram. I'm not an Instagram stalker, but I am an Instagram watcher. And I have just been so impressed with you ladies from the time you said you wanted to start trying from the time you ladies said that you wanted to try. So let's just go back to that moment to help bring our listeners and viewers in and whoever wants to start can start. But how did you come to want to be able to want to do a triathlon?
2: Well, to answer your question, we got asked by our social studies teacher in, like, December about doing, like, uh, joining, like, a program to diverse triath- uh, triathlons. We just, like, got, like, we just got it brought up, like, in December, and the program just, the uh, program fell through, so we just made it our- ourselves. We just, like, started doing everything ourselves, like, contacting, we, st- we contacted Sika Henry first. Because mm-hmm. we looked up to her as inspiration, and we just like saw her as an inspiration. We didn't know if she was going to get back to us, but she did. It was really cool when she did. So when I mean, we got Barlow involved and everything, so think like it was really cool. Just like getting a lot of um, recognition from all those like big try cl- like dry people and everything like that. So we just like. We got it introduced to us in December, but we just made it ours. We put the group together ourselves and that's when we got together to form a
0: triathlon club. Wow. Jada, do you want to add anything to that?
3: Um, no, I think she covered pretty much all of it. Um, we got introduced to it by a teacher from one of our schools and we've been friends for like a really long time. And um, we all like had different backgrounds in each part of triathlon. Like Ayana and Leticia swim, and um, I do cross country. So we all have like different parts of it. And um, we all thought it would be kind of something fun to do together. And the cause, like diversifying triathlons, is something we were all very passionate about.
0: And Ayana. I feel like you've been the person who I've been in contact with the most. So I would love for you to kind of chime in here.
4: Um, I actually got kicked out, so I don't know what has been said, but I'll just wing it and hopefully it hasn't been said. Um, yeah, we started in December with a program that was going to help fund a triathlon. Um, our history teacher showed it to us that ended up falling through, but we were already excited about it. So we sort of took over ourselves. Um, Yeah, for like six months, we've been training and learning and building relationships and been doing everything but competing, Um, just getting comfortable in the sport. And as part of the triathlon community, which we've learned has been super supportive, um, and just everybody is great. We had our first race last week and it was just like a crazy environment. Everybody was like thrilled to be, to like be up at five in the morning um, and competing and everyone was really excited for us. So um, we've learned a lot from the triathlon community, but yeah.
0: I love it. You, you guys have all added something so different and you're a history teacher is the person who was the catalyst to get this group started. We gotta give your history teacher a shout out. You can't just say history teacher, you gotta say his name. Who is your history teacher? teacher? So our history teacher,
4: Mr. Fowler, Keith Fowler, we adore him. Um, Some of us had him for civics this year. Some of us had him for US history. He kind of teaches a bunch of different classes that we've all had him for
0: Um, and he's great. So shout out to Mr. Fowler. All right, Mr. Fobler, look at you starting these young ladies off young and just really helping to extend the life of this sport, because the younger you are getting into the sport, the longer you will have to participate in this sport. So shout out to Mr. Fobler. We appreciate you. Okay, so things didn't go the way you expected them to. You thought you were going to have this triathlon team sponsored through your school, but you said, hey, listen, we don't need a school. do this. We're going to take the initiative to try ourselves. Y'all, I am just, wow. You reach out to Sika Henry, shout out to Sika, my girl. And she responds back, you get Saj involved with Varlow Apparel, Varlow Apparel Sports. And so what was that like? Because you wasn't certain that anything was going to happen. So I want to Get an idea of what it was like for you during that time period of trying to get people to help support you on this venture.
3: I guess I'll start. Um, I think it was like, it amazed me mostly because we started a GoFundMe and before we even started the GoFundMe, when the idea came up, we were looking at all the things we'd have to buy, like bikes and suits and the money was like, it was a lot. So we were like, why don't we start a GoFundMe? And we started a GoFundMe. We raised about like $3,000 around there. And then we messaged Sika Henry and she got um, Saj involved. And then pretty soon we had this following on Instagram and we had all these people supporting us. And it was like such a supportive community that we never thought we would have had. Like, We went from one day thinking we were going to have to buy all these things that were going to cost hundreds of dollars to having having them given to us for free, like the bike trainers and the suits. So everyone was really supportive and really welcoming into this community. And it's like definitely a community you want to be a part of because everyone is just so nice.
0: I'm going to pause right there just because... This has been the fabric and the theme of this year is the community. And if you've been listening since the top of season two, you have heard it's all about the community. The community is so nice. The community is supportive. And to hear you guys validate this first year, you probably hadn't even heard of Tribe Beginners like before today. And yet you're saying the same thing. So there's a theme about the culture of triathlon. And I just had to shout that out. Okay, Ayan, I think you wanted to say something next. Go.
4: Um, yeah, just agreeing with what Jada was saying. Um, when we started, we kind of made the Instagram just for fun. Like, oh, it'd be fun to track our our experience. Let's just create one. We made our little handle, Nagatuk um, Triathlon. And we just started posting pictures. And then the GoFundMe started, we set the, like, you know how you have to put the goal? We set the goal at like $500. And we're like, that would be great if we could get to $500. And then the support we got just like overwhelmed us. So, um, we haven't mentioned him yet, but Mr. Dunn, shout out to Mr. Dunn. He was, or he is our gym teacher or was our gym teacher. We don't take gym anymore, but when we did take gym, um, he was our PE teacher and he does triathlons in his free time too. So he sort of has helped mentor us a lot. Um, so he was like, well, there's going to be more expenses. So bump up the goal. So we bumped it up and, more support kept coming, um, through the GoFundMe. Um, and yeah, it's just continued to go on and on. Um, and then we reached out to Sika Henry again. We thought, Eh, if she responded that would be really cool maybe she won't maybe she will let's just send her a message so we sent her a short like Instagram DM and she responded and we were like shocked we were all FaceTiming when she responded like oh my god Sika Henry just answered our our Instagram message it was craziness um and she was the sweetest thing ever and then from there it just kept branching on to Varlow and then Varlow reached out to like Blue 70 and other brands um and again the support was just crazy so yeah
0: I I love how y'all slid into Sika's DMs and it was like, man, we just gonna slide on her DMs. I am here for it. So we got the support. (laughs) (laughs) You got the support, it started pouring in. You're overwhelmed by just the love that you're receiving. And now it's time to train. What is it like training and being disciplined? as well as having to get your school work because that's a lot. So tell me about your work-school play balance because you gotta have time to hang out with your friends too. So tell me how you guys balanced all that as you started to train for your first triathlon.
2: Well, we were on the track team when like we got everything like brought up to us and stuff. So we were already like training for the running portion. It was just about like training for the swim and the bike. So Sarah's donated us uh, bike trainers for the winter around like February so we would use the trainers uh on the bike just to train uh, just to do a few uh biking because it was winter over here in New England like <laughs> snow and stuff so we used that for bike training which was really cool those bike trainers are really nice <laughs> and for swim we would around like March or April that's when uh swim lessons or swim part of gym was doing a startup so mr dunn allowed us just to swim Tr- uh, train in the pool in our pool, uh, high school pool for a, a ra- like after school maybe or like even like um you can just yeah after school we would um sometimes do a swim like before uh track practice so we'd get a nice tra- uh, nice swim in like just to cover the swimming portion of it so that's how we would train like we would have the pool the bike trainers or, and when it got warmer, we would tra- uh, go around. We would bike the Pat Griscus course where the triathlon was held. So we would just go around the bike course to do that. And we would do track uh, practice for the running portion. So that's how we would train. Yeah. Adding on to that, it was definitely hectic because track
4: is like having a job in addition to school, like practice is so long and it's so time consuming and we adore track, but it takes up so much of our time. So finding time to balance out the swim and the bike other than the run, that was tough. And then schoolwork at the same time and then finals week was happening. Like it was was stressful. But again, like we had so much fun doing this. So it wasn't as stressful as it might've been if we were more competitive with this. Um, But even when we were training, like we would be working out and like, oh, we're dying. But like we were having so much fun with it. Um, And we sort of just fit workouts when we could. Like we did a few weekend swims, a few weekend bikes. um, And we didn't start swim until a little bit later than we expected, I think. I think we talked about doing swims in um, March, like consistently, like, oh, twice a week, we'll go in the pool after school and we'll get some swims in starting in March. That didn't end up happening. It just got hectic. Um, but as the triathlon got closer, we got, went to took, like, Quasi more, um, and we prioritized swim a little bit, but swimming was probably the toughest just because it's, it's hard to find time to get in the pool because then your hair gets messed up and, like, you have to get all chlorine off. Like, you can't just casually go for a swim
0: like you can for a run. So, X. jada did you want to add anything
3: training for the triathlon kind of teach me a lot about myself because i'm not very good about time management and this required a lot of that
0: mm-hmm.
3: um track like ayana said is very time consuming our practices were like two hours long and they were right after school and they were exhausting um me and leticia were part of like the long distance part so we would be going on like five mile runs, six mile runs, and we would get home and we would have schoolwork to do and find time to train and do school and track and have time for yourself even, because that's also important, um, was hard to do. And I think I went through a time where I was like, so stressed with everything. And I was talking to my mom and she was like, do what you can, because what you have is what you have. So I was like, going on runs. I was swimming when I could with them. And then I finally like got to a point where I was just doing what I can when I can. And I learned a lot about myself. I learned that like I, I have not many limits. I can do a lot of things when I really put my mind to it.
0: Y'all, I wish I could see them in the background. They're like, yes, girl. Yes. So you got to see the video for this because Excuse I mean, me in
2: the background saying, I'm so inspirational. <laughs> yes, it awesome go-off. Oh, absolutely. No limits, no limits.
0: <laughs> That's right. There are no limits. And you know, the fact that you learn this so young, some people don't learn it until a lot older. And I was just talking to another guest, you know, when you do a triathlon, it really does mimic life. You know, the things that you go through, it mimics life so much and it allows you to put things in perspective. And so with that said, swimming, you didn't start swimming until late. So did all of you know how to swim or were you learning how to swim from, from zero? Like, where were you in your swim? Because that's usually a barrier to entry. So tell me how you guys were able to manage the swim portion.
4: Um. So like we said earlier, Lucia and I we swim on the swim team in the fall. So we were in a really, okay. Okay. So Leticia and I were in a really good place. because we swim on the fall, Jada does cross country in the fall. So she's crazy at the runs. Um, But Leticia and I had a little bit of a step up with the swim, but Jada swam in middle school for a year. So we were, we were somewhere with that. Um, And I think going into it, we were in a really good place just because um, everyone always says like kids learn faster, like kids are easier to teach. Like we did a few like editing ourselves, like, oh, you should do your stroke like this or you should like breathe with this way. And Jada just picked it up. Leticia and I like worked with each other. Um, so a lot of people say that like swim was the tough part and I think Jada would potentially disagree, but um, I think we had a rather uh, good position going into it. Like we we did well with the swim,
0: I think. Okay, that's fair. So Jada, would you disagree or agree?
3: i definitely agree. They definitely had like some leverage over me in the swim. Uh, they could swim laps on laps on laps. And I was like there stopping every four laps while they were just going. And we, would, I'd be like, oh, what lap are you on? I'm on 12. And they would be like, oh yeah, I just did like 32. <laughs> <Like, laughs> I, I couldn't keep up, but they helped me a lot and they taught me many things. And when it came to the race because of the wind and because of like how the water was, we did have some issues, but um, ultimately we got through it. And I think that's the most important part.
0: Well, you know what, since you talked about the race, let's just go straight to the race, because I believe that that's what people are really wanting to know. You just did your first race, race about a week ago. So let's talk about it. What was it like as you were going into the race to enter into the park or where the facility was where was your mind and tell me about just from the beginning I want to hear about it and then we'll go into the swim the bike and the run we'll break everything down but tell me about your morning
2: so we got there really early it was like earlier than I could wake up like probably around like 5 5 40 maybe that's like around that and I was tired so I was kind of carefree at that point I was like I'm ready to get this done I'm exhausted like so once it started getting closer I like as soon as I set up step onto the beach I'm like oh now I'm nervous like now I'm like kind of scared to do it but once we got like once the whistle blew we got in the water I felt fine like like as soon as I started swimming I was like okay this is good. Right, we're fine, so
3: that's what that's what my morning was. So it was definitely nerve wracking when I woke up that day. I was like, no matter what happens, like I'm gonna do a triathlon today. I think that was like the most nerve wracking thing. Like this is happening today, and um, I got up, I got ready, and like everything was hitting me all at once. And then we all saw each other at Quasi, and we we're like, we're doing this today. And we were like a mixture of nervous and excited. We were seeing everything set up and we were like excited that this is something we get to be a part of. But I was mostly nervous about all the parts and I was like, I, I didn't know what to do with myself that whole morning, but it was really exciting, really fun. Yeah,
4: adding on to both of you, um, the morning of was kind of crazy. I woke up, I think, a little bit too early. I'm too much of a morning person sometimes, but I was at Quasi by like 5.10. um, And it was super exciting because everyone was like blasting music at 5 a.m. and everyone was super excited to be there. So that just made me more excited to be there. Um, But once we all got there and got together, it was just sort of like nerves and excitement. I think we were a little bit less stressed out than I thought we were going to be. Like, we all do track together and track meets tend to be very stressful because we're all, I think, uh, like hard on ourselves on like how we perform. But like we went into the triathlon just thinking, we're going to do this and it's going to be fine. And there's no pressure. We just want to complete it. And like, we're proud of ourselves. Um, so I think that was definitely a really good mindset to go into it with, because with that, we just had a blast. So of course, nerves, but most, mostly excitement. Um, and like Leticia said, like once we were in the water, it was kind of just like, okay, we've started, like we're going to just see how this goes. And it went
2: great.
0: All right. So you get the nerves out the way you get there early, settled in. Now the swim, we are out there swimming. Ooh, Jada puts her hand up like, oh gosh, I don't wanna talk about this swim. Let's talk about this swim. Tell us about your swim.
3: Okay, so the swim was probably the worst part of the whole entire triathlon for me <laughs> because we got there that morning and it was so windy. It was freezing cold and the water wasn't, it wasn't cold, but it was so choppy. Like there were so many waves. So we got in the water and I think we go like a couple feet forward and I'm, when I'm supposed to be breathing, I'm getting water in my mouth. So like, I'm not like swimming correctly. I have to keep stopping. So we call over a kayak and like that in like 10 seconds, I was like, maybe I should just get out. Like, maybe this should be it for me. So then Ayana grabs like a little buoy and I kid you not, drags me with the buoy for the half mile like she's swimming with me in the back because I could not I could not keep myself afloat
0: wow oh I gotta hear more about this go ahead Ayana. yeah
4: okay so We wanted honesty, this is complete transparency. So it was windy. It wasn't like a little bit windy, it was like windy, windy. So I am a beach lifeguard in the summer. Um, It was like we were in the ocean and all the times that we practiced in Kwasi, it it was a tabletop. The water, there was not a ripple in the water. But of course, like the one day we're racing, there were big waves. So the way we practiced was not exactly the same conditions as we as we were performing in. Um, so going in was definitely a little bit tough um, because Leticia and I both have the swim background. It wasn't as bad, but Jada, because she's such a great runner and not as strong in the swim as the team, we struggled. And we were definitely gonna stick together through the whole thing. So when Jada started swallowing some water and there was definitely a little bit of a panic between all three of us, um, We debated, like, is this going to be where it ends? Like, we're 50 feet into the swim. Is this where it's going to be over? Um, But it was not over from there. We called over a boat and they gave us a lifeguard buoy. And... We tied me up. Jada held on. She kicked from the back. We, as a team, this is like the key part of teamwork. We made it through that swim. How we made it through, perhaps not get into those details, but we did it. We all got out of the water. Nobody died. We all made it through the swim and we got on the bike. So definitely hectic, but we had a blast and just in a
0: chaotic way. (laughs) But you made a memory and you guys will never forget that. Like to be honest that swim has bonded y'all for life. Like yeah. for sure. <laughs> you thought the triathlon did, right? Like the training and the 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 whole getting there, the journey would. But race day is what solidified. You guys are besties for life. I'm just calling it cuz I'm like you pick me up and you swim me on your back to get to the Yes. Yeah. No,
4: and then they're like, oh, Jada, you can carry me for the run because she's a crazy runner. So for the swim, I'll drag you a little bit. And then for the run, you can carry me later. I
0: love it. We're (laughs) going to get out of the swim by any means necessary. Love it. Wow. So you guys went into the racing. We're doing this together each step of the way. No one can hear you. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So you make it to the, I guess the, the shore of Kwasi and now you're heading into transition. How was transition for you ladies?
2: Yeah, it was good. We just, uh, as soon as we got out of the water we just ran up to our zone and yeah, we just got, we took our bikes off the, it was like this rack. We took off, we got the bike off the rack. It was a struggle putting our shoes on because our feet were like really wet. So we had to get the socks on. Then I had to tie my shoe. So afterwards, and then we got the helmet on. But afterwards, it was, like, pretty smooth. We had to, like, run the bike to, like, a certain point. So afterwards, like, it was pretty uh, – it was good when we got on. So, yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. So you're on the bike. Tell me about your bike. Because you can't help each other on the bike. So I'm interested to hear how this went down.
3: Um, the bike was – we had practiced bike before. <laughs> And it was rough the day we did it because it was hot and humid. It was like 80 degrees out. So we already had this idea in our mind that the bike was going to be the hardest part for all of us. But once we got to the bike part, we had already come overcome that little swim part of it. And um, we were just having fun with it. There were a lot of hills, like a ton of hills. And there were a lot of people asking us, like, oh, my God, how many hills are there? There were a lot of hills. <laughs> There were some steep ones, and I remember um, when I would go up the hills, I would sing like a little jingle in my head to get me up the hills, nah. I would be like, sing the song out loud, sing it out loud, so I'd be singing like, a song out loud to get us all up these hills because they were so bad, but we were laughing, and it was like so much fun, and we, we me and Letizia would fly down the downhills, and Ayanna would be in the back <laughs> using her being safe. And we would just be like flying yeah. down.
0: Okay, what was the song you were singing? I think everybody wants to know the song you were singing, Jada. Uh, I was
3: thinking, um, the five hundred. Like I would walk five hundred. <laughs> that like little jingle. It was like a five hundred miles song, and I don't know why it was in my head, but it was, and it got us up these hills somehow.
0: <laughs> yes. You know what? you've already gone through the waves and the wind. You've overcome the heels by singing the 500 jingle. I just want to get to the run. Let's talk about the run because all of you guys are runners. So was the run better? Like what was your run like?
2: I could not feel my legs. My legs were dead. <laughs> After that bike, I felt like I was going to flop. Like I literally, like, as soon as we got to the uh, rack like my legs were like shake, and I was like, "What is going on? I can't feel anything." Like I don't know how I'm gonna do three miles. Like it's crazy. I don't even know how I did that run part because I swear I was like tr- trying to like move my legs like with my arm. My God, it was bad. It was bad.
4: Yeah, it was rough. Um, getting off of the bikes, it was <laughs> it's the strange everyone always tells like, oh, practice getting off the bike and then like run a few miles just so you get used to it. And you know that feeling when you go rollerblading and then you try to walk afterwards? That's the same feeling. And like, I remember we got off the bikes and like we started to jog and they were a little bit ahead of me. And I was like trying to walk and like looking at my legs down, I was like (laughs) spaghetti legs. Um, But then I feel like I sort of zoned the whole run. Like we were talking, it was like a good run. It wasn't too bad. The first half of it was downhill. Um, So that was a nice break off of the bike. And then the second half is back up the hill that we just went down. Um, But it wasn't like a super steep hill like the bike was. Um, It was more of like a gradual hill. And we all stuck together through that again. Um, But I feel like it probably went the quickest out of the three. And like, I'm probably the weakest runner out of us three, but it wasn't too, too bad. Yeah.
3: I disagree. I love the (laughs) run. The run was best part of the whole entire thing I was singing I was dancing I was running back <laughs> I, yeah. it like, she was dancing <laughs> she was dancing Ayana was like they put some music up in here and I was like don't worry I can make my own music so I started <laughs> singing and we were just running up this hill oh, yeah. we're having a time and that's when like the run is the last part, so that's when we saw everybody. And we were just like, that was the most fun part because we were finishing on the run. For me, the run was the best part of the whole entire thing.
0: Well, as long as it put a smile on your face, Jada, I'm here for it. It was the <laughs> best part for you. I'm here for it because you, you had a rough start. And so you know how they say the saying, it's not about how you start, it's how you finish. And mm-hmm. it sounds like to me, you had a pretty darn strong finish. Yeah, definitely you guys are so amazing so you finished your first try looking back over all the things starting in december you've overcome so much what would you tell someone who is try curious wanting to start but doesn't know how scared what would you advise them to do what advice would you give a beginner I guess the birds want to tell them something. (laughs) Yeah, you hear them in the background.
4: (laughs) Let's say probably just to sign up for one, because I think we had a lot of time to train, but like completely honestly, we did not train consistently until the triathlon got really close. So we did a lot of. I'm gonna go with learning, a lot of learning about triathlons for a few months, but we didn't start training like consistently until probably April, the end of April. Um, because once the date was set, it was like, oh, this is getting sooner. We should probably start like doing this. And again, we had track season throughout the whole time, so it wasn't like we were doing nothing, but um I think just signing up gave us the motivation and also the excitement and the drive to do it. So I think just sign up and go for it. Okay.
2: Yeah.
3: That's basically what I was about to say. (laughs) It's like, do it. That's what I'm saying. Just
0: do it. Just do it. All right, Jada.
3: For me is any training is good training. like You can do, if you can get out for a mile, if you can do a couple like laps in the pool if you can bike in your free time like any training for it is good training because finding time to train was difficult but I kept that in the back of my head like I'm running I'm getting my endurance for track from track that will help me in the bike somehow it will help me in the swim somehow so like if you can train train how you want to train and it will all come together in the end
0: I love it um What's cool is that you guys are still in high school and you have your youth, right? And you made it work with the resources that you had, but you also made the training work around track. Mm -hmm. I am always so in awe of student athletes who just go beyond what the call of duty is. And I think these are the skills and the the character building and the integrity building that you're building now. And it will carry with you like forever. You know, I think about when I was growing up and you know being a student-ish athlete, the principles are there. So now when you face like college and you're Mm -hmm. in school and you're trying to figure studying and having those late nights, you're going to be like, I did a triathlon. I can do this. You know what I mean? Like I've trained and had to study and had to train for two different disciplines. You had to train for try and cross country and try and track. And so you're getting this good practice right now. What would you wish you would have known before doing your first triathlon? What is some piece of thing that you're like, man, I wish I would have known this before I started trying?
2: I think we knew. I don't know. I think we had a lot of support when going, like when before going into the triathlon. We had a lot of support from our uh, coach, Mr. John. like he definitely like helped us through it. Like he, he had a lot of experience with triathlons because he did a few Ironmans here and there. Like no big deal. <laughs> he did a couple triathlons, too. Like he just like. I can't. Oh. Uh, I think it cut can out. We can
3: hear can you. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. It just cut out. I yeah. thought it cut out. Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, he, did, he had a lot of experience with triathlon. So he like helped us through it, which I think was, I think that's what got us more prepared because of how much like he knew about it. So I guess like, since he knew so much, he like taught us a lot, like what about like what, what to do, like the transitions we practice. Then we had like a few like swims, like in the lake before we did the swim, and we got on the course with the bike. We got like we I think we were pretty prepared when going into the triathlon. So I think I I really don't know like what else I could have learned. I think think we were pretty prepared when going into it. Something that I wish we knew
4: was how fun it would be because I think the whole time we were really excited about it. Um, but the back of my head the whole time I was like a little bit stressed like oh June was coming up oh the race day is coming up do I really want to do this anymore sort of just like second guessing the whole time like is this really going to be a good idea should I have not signed up for this um but like now we're committed like we have a whole triathlon team and like a bunch of people behind us so we can't really stop now um so I think it was a little bit stressful the whole time but now that we've competed in our first one if I could tell my pre-race self that it was gonna be totally carefree and so much fun and there was absolutely nothing to worry about because it was just like a great day so even with our bumps in the swim and like the run was the wiggly legs there were definitely the bumps all over the place but overall it was so much fun there was nothing to worry about at all it was just completing it um and we had so much fun so I would tell myself to not freak out as much because it turned out great
3: for me I think I wish I knew all the people that you could like talk to over Instagram or like who knew about triathlons, but because everyone I've talked to had like a little bit of insight that helped me. Like we talked to a professional um, triathlete, really um, specialized in like the mindset of doing the whole thing. And I think that helped me a lot like getting through each part individually, like think about the swim while you're on the swim, think about the bike while you're biking, like don't be thinking about the run while you're biking cause that throws you off. I think um, asking all these different people who are informed about triathlons really helped me educate myself. So I wish I had known, like there were so many people who had a lot of insight on how to get through it.
0: I love it. So who was that who helped you guys with your mindset?
3: It was, it was
2: uh,
0: yeah.
4: Lisa Burcalis and Laura, Grin, Gurden. We have no idea how to pronounce the last name. Lisa Gurden and, I have no idea.
0: Well, shout out Can to we them. Cut that part out. <laughs> shout out to them. <laughs> shout out to them. You know, you know. I love the fact that you guys have been able to really talk to so many different people to get the help that you need. You guys have been very fortunate what's next for the team
2: there's a few triathlons coming up i'm i know jada's gonna be on vacation but when she comes back there's like one in july like late july so we might do that one and there's also um there might be one in august that ayana talked to us about i think or there's also one in september so there's a few options that we could choose from so
4: yeah right now it's a little bit tough because we're all going on vacation at different times so doing all of them all together right now is going to be a little bit hard until the end of the summer but next thursday i'm doing a sprint triathlon leticia and i talked about doing the july 6th pat griscus um which is the same place same course i think and just like a different uh date um so that one's on july 6th leticia and i are debating doing that one still um and then there's one at the end of July, July 28th, which all three of us are going to attempt to do. But again, scheduling is hard because we're all away at different times. Um, and then there's one that we want to try as a relay. It's in the ocean and I'm really comfortable in the ocean. Others are not super comfortable with all of the fish in the ocean. So we talked about doing that as a relay. I think we would dominate as a relay. <laughs> so <laughs> essentially doing that as a sprint or an Olympic, but again. We'll have
0: to talk that through, but that's in August. Okay. Well, didn't get a chance to talk to them for a very long time, but I hope that they will come back on and just tell us how things are going. Maybe how their relay team went. So we're excited that you tried and we have a saying here at Tribe Beginner's Luck. Whenever you try, you always win. I'm Mashonda and I'm out with my newly minted triathletes from Nagatuck triathlon team we're out peace thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode we need your help so we can continue to try at tbl so for more information on where you can find and subscribe to this podcast visit www.trybeginnersluck.com and don't forget whenever you try beginner's luck you always win